Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rachel Abbott and this is The Leader. Today we're giving you some bonus content taken from our business show, How to Be a CEO. An opportunity to hear from the most powerful people behind some of the world's biggest brands. This is a cut down version of the full episode. To hear the full thing, hit the link in the show notes. Find a new episode of How to Be a CEO every Monday morning. And why not give it a rate and follow whilst you're there? Now, let's begin. When you loudly launch a company saying it's going to be the best at what it does, you'd better learn how to sell it. They're like, this guy's hustling a lot because I would be on the street asking people to come in and I would tell them what they should wear and how they should <laughs> buy. I, I really should be a sales associate. Uh, I'd be an expensive one, but I will. I would do well. Hustling is everything, man. Ask them downstairs or, or, or wherever we are in the store. I think hustling is key. This is an invitation to meet Eric Torstensen, the co-founder of Frame, a fashion firm set up in 2012 to create the perfect pair of skinny jeans. Last year, it had 16 stores in places like New York, Aspen, Boston, and now it's just opened in London. I was just here today and made about 20 changes. So I do think stores are, it's like a website, it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's an organic being. It's like you start off, like now where this store is a child, it's kind of like it's maybe just moving into puberty next week and you know, in three months it will hit some kind of young adulthood. So this is a story about big ambitions, big claims, and how to back them up. You know, I was here at 12 o'clock today. I changed the window display eight times because <laughs> I walked outside, hanging jeans, walked back out. This is the right jeans. No, it's not the right jeans. I love being in our stores. I'm David Marsden from the Evening Standard. Now, speaking to Eric Torstensen is a bit like talking to a whirlwind with his arms flying around as fast as his words are coming out. But maybe that's how you succeed in the notoriously fast-moving, brutal world of fashion. Frame has just opened its new store in London, and when we go to meet Eric there, I'm intrigued about its location. Here we are in your brand new store, just opened a week at the time of recording. We're on Draycott Avenue, you've got Sloan Square just over the road. This is Fashion Central in London. You're making a statement just by being on this street, aren't you, Eric? I hope so. I think it's a statement for us to, one, open a store in London where the brand was born, even though it was made in LA. And two, this is my neighborhood. I lived here for 
10 years. And I think the statement is not so much being in the fashion center, but it's very much about this concept I have for our new stores, which is, I call them neighborhood flagships. So it's the super brands, the Louis Vuittons and Hermes and Chanel often have very big stores on very obvious streets that are the best. That being Bond Street in London uh, or Radio Drive in Los Angeles. Frame is a smaller brand with a you know, more approachable price point. And I want to be where our customer lives. And in London, they live here. I want them to feel uh, that they're coming to someone they know and recognize. I want it to be small and cozy is the wrong word, but familiar. Uh, so in reverse, usually brands that are small stores, they don't spend so much money on. My strategy is to do neighborhood flagships where we do ultimate execution, but at a small footprint. And then I have a secondary store concept, which is where our clients go for vacation and travel. So say Aspen or Palm Beach, uh, there we do unique experiences for what that location is. So Aspen, we have a big chrome mountain in the store and mushroom wood on the walls that looks like a cabin. Are you in the fashion industry allowed to be environmentally conscious? It's a massive thing in fashion right now. People are talking about sustainability, the impact of fashion on the world. I don't think we're allowed to save the world because I don't think we can because per definition, we are making products that can never be 100% sustainable. What we're allowed to do, I believe, is to try to be the best global citizen we can be. Just like, I want to be a good person. I think about the environment in, in the selections I do in my personal life, and I believe as a friend to the world, if I'm honest, I would say, I can be your friend, sometimes I'm gonna fuck up. I'm gonna try my best to be a nice guy, right? Like, and I think I'm a nice guy, and I think I'm a nice boss or whatever it might be, but sometimes I will do wrong. And I think that's, honest and real and frame when it comes to sustainability i think should have the same position i think we do we have to lead by example in what we do uh, we have done so much more than we ever talk about uh, we, we are making efforts now and sometimes we communicate them and that is actually not to market them as they are great commercial opportunities for us it is more for educating our consumer but also the rest of the industry that it can be done and can be tried to be done Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. You've launched this Pure range, which uh, is an effort and quite a big effort to try and do things differently. Just explain to me and, and for, for listeners at home listening to this, what is Pure? How does it make a difference? Yeah, it's quite easy. Uh, being in the denim industry, which we are and have been since the start, uh, is one of the worst. 
when it comes to fashion manufacturing. It used traditionally used a lot of uh, toxic materials and energy to achieve the wash that you want from jeans. Jeans starts as a row of washes, very dark, and everything you see with holes in it or washed down, they look like you water for 10 years, takes an enormous amount of energy, and specifically water. So jeans effectively have mainly three problems. One, it uses a lot of water that we pollute because you use bleach and so forth in it. Two, uh, it has hardware on them that is hard to therefore recycle the whole item. And three, for stretch jeans, uh, it's not just cotton. It's hard to recycle the materials that is used for stretch. Uh, so we've done two big projects, actually. Uh, one before we launched Pure that was called Biodegradable, which we developed the fabric where you can actually put them in the ground. Uh, we have hardware, therefore, that is screwed on that you can screw off and you cut out the zipper and that's good. The second project then is Pure. Uh, that we just launched and effectively there we dealt with the use of water so it ends up being 1.2 liters of water uh, instead of 80 liters of water for one pair of jeans and then the critic which often there are people will say like oh but there's a certain amount of water in the world it goes round and round but uh, the difference here is that it's much less 99 percent less water that becomes polluted and however much you clean that, it never becomes as good as it was from the beginning. The other thing one should say that all brands have, because I think being honest about sustainability is the most important thing. Our destiny is often with the manufacturers and fabric makers and so forth. We don't have our own factories. So as they have started to become much better, it's our job to pick the right people to work with. That is not always the cheapest, not always the closest, and so forth. But it's difficult because sometimes you find someone far away. And then you have to ship the fabric and the jeans, for, for example, for them to make it. So it, it's, I think I guess my message is like, it's not easy. We need to try. We need to try our best. But uh, the math of it is complicated and not always what meets the eye. This is 10 years now since, since uh, you guys set this up. Have you achieved everything you wanted to do by this point? This, no, 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 no. Quite the opposite. I, I don't think we've... I think the, t the team has achieved amazing things. I don't think I have achieved anything near of what I can see that we can do now. I have never been more excited about Frame and our journey than I am right now, actually. Uh, maybe it has a little bit to do with like the first, I would say, the first six or seven years, myself and Jens, who, who started this company, we had other jobs. This is our side business. We lived in London, and this is run out of LA. Um, and... I think we've done many other things on the side in a way. Now Jens is focusing on some of our other brands that we're involved in, and I'm solely focusing on frame since two years. So I'm like, it's like I was training once a week for the previous years, and now I'm like in camp, full full swing. So uh, yeah, I'm just getting started. Just getting started. The real disruptors are, are not in fashion. What is the future for Frame? You're back here in London now. Are we yeah. going to be seeing more Frame stores popping up? Maybe in other places? Yeah, uh, retail is a big part of our future strategy. Our other stores are doing really well. So we're sitting in the first one in the UK right now, in London, of course, in Brompton Cross or Draco Avenue. Uh, I have just signed the lease for a second one in London. There will also be a neighborhood flagship like this one in an area where I think our customers live and we can service them. Thinking just back to the very first question we spoke about there, you said that you used to, you used to live around here. You wanted to create a store for the people that live around here. Did you create the store for you? For my girlfriend, at least. 
This has been an invitation to meet Eric Torstenson of Frame. But as always, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Let's do it again. We're back on Monday morning. But if you hit follow or subscribe, we'll leave the door open for you to just drop in whenever you like. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.